This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. On September 28th, the Ministry of Home Affairs declared a ban on the Popular Front of India or PFI, a Kerala-based organization. This ban came after arrests of more than 100 leaders all over the country followed by protests. The arrests of various PFI members is still ongoing in different parts of the country. The ban was declared under the stringent Unlawful Activities Prevention Act or UAPA. The notification said that PFI is involved in several criminal and terror cases and shows quote sheer disrespect towards constitutional authority of the country. End quote. It also alleged that they have funds and ideological support from outside India and are a major threat to the internal security of the country. The notification also cited violent crimes by PFI cadres including chopping off the limb of a college professor TJ Joseph for asking a controversial question related to the profit in an internal college examination and several murders. These crimes create a reign of terror in the public minds the government's notification said. So what is the history of PFI? Hello, I am Surya Tapa Mukherjee, the host of this episode of the Suno India show. As someone with little knowledge about this organization, I wanted to understand why this is now the latest target of the investigating agencies in India. To understand this development, we spoke to senior journalist from Kerala, Shahina Keke. She won the Chameli Devi Award for Outstanding Woman Journalist in 2011. Shahina is the associate editor of the digital news platform The Federal and recently wrote an article about PFI. I will add a link in the references. So, can you lay the context for us a bit and tell us how did PFI come about? Uh, what led to its creation and what are some of the political and social developments that led to its creation? Okay, uh, as uh, everyone knows, PFI is formed in Kerala uh, in the late 80s and uh, in the first half of uh, 90s it is very interesting to see that PFI was the mother organization uh, was formed as a force to resist the political uh, aggression of CPIM in Kerala okay in especially in the Malabar region of Kerala Uh, it was like du- during 80s there were lot of confrontation between uh, the indian union muslim league and cpim in kerala especially in the malabar area though it it appeared to be political fight there were lot of uh, uh, layers for that struggle like for example it has kind of a communal and caste and class angle to it that means uh, the generally the muslims in the malabar area they were rich uh they were landlords and also the muslim uh, community had money uh, because of this uh, migration 
so uh, at the same time the irava community irava is an obc hindu community the predominant hindu community was irava there and irava community was not uh, that uh, rich or you know powerful uh, so this people from this irava hindu community used to work for used to do manual labor for the muslim uh, landlords or muslim uh, uh, businessmen in the malabar area so there is a class angle to it actually at the same time people from the muslim community belong to they 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 went with uh, iuml indian union muslim league but of course there were muslims in the cpim too but most of them were uh, working class uh, people like the muslims who were not rich and who did not had land uh, they were actually uh, they went with cpim so th- there is a class angle it's not completely a communal it, it, there is a class angle and a caste angle to it Uh, and also there are uh, st- the the academicians who studied about uh, the uh, conflicts between cpim and uh, iuml in the area they all note one thing that uh, the the rich landlords used to refer to the uh, irava uh, they they used they they refer to these boys uh, with some derogatory mm. local names so these are all led to kind of conflict between Uh, two communities but strictly not on communal terms uh, this is a mix of uh, all like class community uh, communal class and caste everything was a mix and also it it manifested as a political fight between uh, iuml and cpim uh, by this uh, continuous conflicts between iuml and cpim a group of uh, uh, muslim youth formed an organization which was initially called nadabiram defense forum it was also called nadabiram defense force nadabiram is is the name of the place which was uh, uh, which was one of the hotbeds of this iuml cpim conflict in kerala so there were frequent incidents of violence between the two parties and it it was like settling scores by killing equal number of people from both sides so this force was formed or this forum uh, somebody call it nadabiram defense forum and somebody call it nadabiram defense force whatever the short form is ndf so that was the beginning of the formation of ndf uh, this happened in 1989 a meeting was convened in nadabiram and uh, Uh, a small organization was formed and this organization got in touch with uh, the activists of simi simi was not banned that time so they got in touch with simi activists and they uh, worked together and they were actually working uh, you know for the protection of babri masjid and all uh, a babri masjid protection committee also was formed uh later in 1994 uh, after two years after uh, the demolition of babri masjid uh this uh, uh, ndf the proper ndf national democratic front Uh, they uh, initially uh, as journalist uh, I, i i i know one thing that initially they called themselves as national defense front later they changed uh, this term defense defense gives you an idea that this is primarily they stand primarily for a fight so this is changed to national democratic front so and the ndf was there for a long time and ndf was banned 
couple of times later and when, when india force banned uh, by 2006 uh, popul uh, pfi was formed by merging ndf and one organization in tamil nadu and also another organized similar organization in karnataka all these organizations came together and they formed pfi so this is the brief history of pfi right okay um so can you give us an overview of you know like what has been some of the highlights in terms of psi's work uh, in the state or you know even outside of uh, kerala uh, what are some of the significant achievements or controversies that come to your mind yeah of course uh, one one thing that we have to we have to keep in mind that pfi despite it was formed in kerala it originated in kerala uh, and uh, pfi had lot of fund flowing in uh, in kerala pfi was never able to achieve a significant position in the muslim community in kerala uh there, there is a coordination committee of all muslim groups in kerala which is called the muslim coordination committee this muslim coordination committee is primarily a kind of platform uh, to settle uh, matters regarding faith for example uh, the date of you know uh, uh, the beginning of ramzan or things like that the uh, this muslim coordination committee it's a platform of uh, around 10 12 organizations um, religious organizations they came together and formed this platform uh, when they formed this platform they decided to keep pfi away they never uh, they were not ready to include pfi in that from this uh, we can understand we we get an idea about how the muslim community in kerala the majority members of this community viewed pfi pfi was always uh, the community always uh, uh had a, you know looked at pfi with a with suspicion you know because this uh, this idea of resistance and the idea of aggression was never accepted in the community if you measure this by uh, electoral uh, politics if you measure it by electoral performance i can tell you one thing uh, uh this pfi's political party uh, that everybody knows that sdpi social democratic party of india is a political party formed by pfi though the election commission doesn't have any evidence to say that but we all know that this sdpi the uh, gets less than 1% vote in kerala uh, 0.07% is their total vote share in kerala that means 99.3% of muslims in kerala vote either for the left democratic front or for the united democratic front either for udf or for ldf that means either for congress or for cpim uh it, it does mean that the community never goes with this idea of extremism this idea of resistance by uh, taking up arms or you know kind of aggression identity aggression the the community doesn't believe in that so pfi was always rejected but they were very much able to attract a very small section of people especially the youth uh, to the to the extremist ideas so Uh, so that was their achievement in kerala uh, uh, but uh, in terms of numbers it is very very minor and one uh, an important incident in, that happened in kerala was the, uh, the very uh, notorious incident of chopping the arm of the professor uh, 
uh, who uh, prepared a question paper which a controversial question paper and the chopping of his arm uh, by this incident pfi was completely isolated from the community and uh, pfi uh, uh, almost pfi's growth was stagnated by that incident in kerala but at the same time sdpa was making a presence uh, uh, in in the last uh, 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 local body election sdpi uh, could uh, win around 75 votes but 75 votes means kerala altogether have more than 1100 votes 1200 something and they they could win 75 votes but even that with the help of other political parties and uh, in you know in local body election we all know that uh, it is not strictly decided by political views and all uh, there are a lot of personal commitments personal relationships and all so but still sdpa was able to make a presence through social media also but at the same time pfi pfi's visibility was uh, gone down after especially after this incident okay uh, so you know so as you said that uh, the majority of muslims in kerala just generally in society like pfi uh, has sort of been rejected in some ways so you know so coming from that to like the ban now uh, the government has of course like you know given its reasons for the ban so can you take us through those reasons and also what are your personal opinions on like you know why this ban happened uh personally the ban came from the central government and uh, not by the state government and the state government uh, ideologically the left parties do not agree with ban ban of any kind they they, they say that ban is not a uh, solution and personally speaking i also believe that ban is not a solution and ban will only help to strengthen what you are what you want to uh, you know wash off like if you want to wash off extremism uh, ban is not the solution to do that so because they will regroup in some other form so uh, uh, no rss was banned couple of times in india but did rss vanish no not at all so uh, banning is not uh, a solution that's what uh, my personal opinion uh and secondly uh, in fact in kerala politics actually the banning of pfi uh, uh is not going to create much impact in kerala politics because as i said earlier even otherwise pfi or sdp was is not a significant presence in terms of electoral politics in kerala but uh, the uh, indian union muslim league uh, if there is one political party which is which is relieved or which is happy about the ban it is certainly the indian union muslim league because uh, pfi was playing in the same ground set by uh, iuml or uh, both of them were playing in the same constituency that means the community Uh, so uh, for a long time for a long, over the last 10 20 years indian union muslim league was very much worried about the kind of extremism being practiced by pfi because iuml is uh, iuml is a party which always go very you know they don't go they don't go to any extremist ideas iuml is a party which was not even uh, ready to uh, make a press statement when babri masjid was demolished iuml was just waiting 
IOML just kept mom, uh, mom when Babri Masjid was demolished. They came up with a statement very late. So IOML is such an organization uh, which is very, uh, you know, very moderate. And they don't, they, they, they stand for the uh, social and political rights of the community and they always speak against communalism. So IOML is the party which, 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 which may get the, the benefits, if, if there is any, the benefits of the ban. Uh, as far as other political parties are concerned, it doesn't make much difference. Right, yes. Um, but can you also like kind of take us through what are the reasons given by the central government for the ban? Uh, the reasons were uh, like you know they were uh, they were sub they uh, they were pro propagating extremist ideas and they had terror links and uh, they, they they had foreign funding all those reasons were there uh, that uh, but I don't know we don't have any evidence we can't say something whether it is right or wrong without having any evidence at hand so these are the reasons cited by the government but uh, we can't comment on that. Right, yes. Um, so you've already, you know, taken us through like the social and political impact of the ban that we can now expect. Um, and now the political arm of PFI, SDPI, like continues to function, right? It's not in a part of the ban. Uh, so can you uh, explain that a bit for our listeners? Yeah, of course. I, I, it is very interesting to me also because I am keenly uh, looking at uh, SDPI uh, to understand how they are going to function because uh, they also will be certainly under scrutiny. I mean, they, they will be under scanner, that is for sure, even though election commission uh, give them, uh, you know, uh, membership and they are a legitimate political party but they will be certainly under scanner so the uh, receiving funds and uh, collecting funds everything is going to be a problem for sdpi and uh, the ban of pfi and the arrest of all the leaders uh, it, it actually put them in a crisis uh, so i am looking at how they are going to come out of that crisis uh, but uh, 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 happy for them that uh, there is no election in the immediate future uh, so there is no assembly election, there is no Lok Sabha election. So they have time. Uh, they have time to rejuvenate uh, as a political party. But this is something that we have to wait and watch uh, what is going to happen to SDPI. And what they, what, I think, in, I, I, I understand or I guess that many, uh, at least a section of the SDPI uh, workers may be going to IUML. They may join with Indian Union Muslim League or with Congress. Uh, the chances of some, uh, them going to CPM is very, very low because primary, their primary enemy is always the left in Kerala. So, uh, but, but of course, in the ground level, there are certain panjayats in which uh, CPIM and SDPI, uh, you know, uh, working together. Such things happen. These are all working on personal terms, you know. So, but in a larger level, uh, I think there, there is a, this is a crisis moment for SDPI and there will be an erosion from the party. People might be going to IUML or some other party and uh, we have to wait and see how they are going to resolve this crisis. Right. So the SDPI leader has, you know, said that uh, journalist Gauri 
Lankesh's murder accused has been linked to Sangh Parivar and he asked whether the government would also recommend a ban on the RSS. Uh, now, of course, you mentioned that, you know, RSS has been like banned a few times in the past. But, uh, you know, what do you think about this allegation or this notion that, you know, the government is going after certain organizations because it's Muslim uh, as opposed to like organizations? Yeah, I think that argument holds merit. This is not something which is being told by SDPI. Uh, everybody in India who has a concern about secularism and democracy talks about it. Uh, uh, if you check the list of banned organizations in India, uh, by banned by the government, you, can, you, you will get that list in the website of NIA. There is no uh, single organization which propagates extremist Hindutva. Uh, does it mean that India is totally free from Hindu extremism? We all know what is happening in the country. So banning uh, on, on one side and left extremism is also being banned. Left extremist groups are banned and Muslim uh, Islamic extremist groups are banned. Uh, but not any kind of Hindutva extremist groups. Uh, I, I, I told you earlier that I don't agree with ban at all. I don't agree with any kind of ban on any kind of organization because banning doesn't bring any result. That's what I understand. Uh, but uh, this one-sided approach, like, you know, uh, it, 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 it actually is part of the problem. It's not a solution. It's part of the problem. Right, yes. So do you think like this will make it um, or like this makes it more uh, mainstream to kind of see or like normalizes Hindu uh, extremism more? Uh, it is already normalized in India. It is already normalized. Uh, I, I don't know whether any more uh, normalizing would, it will lead to more, you know, uh, that I am not very sure about. Uh, what I think is that uh, organizations like PFI will regroup they will uh, come uh, emerge in some other form and this uh, conflict will continue. So uh, in, in some way or the other uh, extremism, if there is any, it will stay there. So uh, uh, Hindu extremism is already there, like it is already normalized. So I don't think it'll, it has anything to do with it. Okay, thanks. So these are all of my questions. Anything that you uh, want to add that we haven't covered? One thing I want to add, all this banning, the politics of banning, uh, you know, uh, it, it is actually, it, it, any organization, let it be PFI or whatever, banning is actually a blow on democracy. Uh, you cannot uh, finish off an idea by banning an organization. This is actually a very foolish thing to do. Uh, so banning will only, uh, you know, uh, weaken uh, the the, uh, the practices of democracy in India. So that's the that's the concern I have as a person who, as a secular, as a demo person believing in secularism and democracy. This is my concern. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app.